0: So I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. Praise God. If you have that, I want you to turn with me tonight, if you would, to the book of Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. When you get Genesis chapter 2, go ahead and let's stand for the reading and the reverence of the word of God. I'm going to start at verse number 4. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 4. Ain't you so glad that God started a thing in you? Amen. Let it rain. Look at your neighbor one more time. Say, neighbor. I am a rainmaker. I am a rainmaker. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 4. Are you there? This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and heavens before any plant of the field was in the earth, before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any herb of the field had grown for the Lord God had caused, had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground, but a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put man whom he had formed. Let's go back up because I want to touch. I want to touch on these uh this, this scripture right here just for a minute. I want to touch on verse number five. Before any man, before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any herb of the field had grown, for the Lord God has not caused it to rain on the earth. And there was no man to, there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, all over this place, God began to move in this house and touch lives. Heavenly Father, Lord, and bring us closer to you. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. So we read here where the Bible says this is a history. This is when God formed heaven and earth. And we all know that when God began to form heaven and earth, we all know that God said, let there be light. Amen. And the Bible said all of a sudden, praise God, there was light. And we're not really talking about the sun because he placed the sun there. When he said, let there be light, he introduced himself into a dark, and void place and it become lit up and become living because he moved into it and then he set the sun and then he set the moon and then he set the stars and then he set the earth amen and 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 I everything uh, around it God began to speak to it and then he goes down in details in the Bible when you read Genesis chapter 1 he goes down in the details uh, and it breaks it down from one day to another day uh, and seven days he took his time or six days actually actually five days actually he took his time and began to move upon this earth and speak into it uh, and, and or, or speak to it uh, because there's three dimensions of God and I want y'all to get this today there's three dimensions of God uh, there is a God that will speak to it look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, sometimes you got to speak to it. See, a lot of times we spend a lot of times talking about it instead of speaking to it. But when we begin to speak to it, there's something powerful that happens. There's a creative form as we begin to speak. Did you know you have creativity in your mouth? When you begin to open up your mouth and you begin to speak, you have creativity. The Bible says you can either kill or you can let live by the power of your tongue. And the funny thing about it is, is we sit in church, and it's a real cute slogan to say, and we like to shout, "Come on, preacher, amen!" But at the same time, we'll kill. We get into a place sometimes with our own lives. Sometimes we get into that gloom and doom, and we begin to speak things that we know good and well that we should not be speaking. But still, yet we go by our feelings. It's all right in this Baptist church. We go by our feelings and we speak what we feel. And the thing about it is, is we have to understand that we cannot get into that level and start speaking what we feel. And we consider the glory of God as a feeling, but it's not a feeling. The glory of God is not by how you feel. The glory of God is how you function. listen, Listen, when you start operating in God and you begin to function underneath that anointing, that's when the glory comes. The glory didn't sit set down on you and you walk out of church and say, whew, I got goosebumps. The glory of God was there. No, 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 listen. That was just the anointing passing by you. Come on, somebody. But the glory sets upon you when you begin to function underneath and operate underneath the power of God. That's when the glory begins to move because God has set dominion upon your life listen to me listen to me and some of you have mistaken dominion for defense hmm. and so we stay in defense mode all the time every time something happens we just stay in defense mode. Where? well I tell you what I tell them Next time I see that, listen to me, and we stay in defense mode all the time. And if you stay in defense mode long enough, you'll you'll next switch over to survivor mode. And and the next thing you know, you'll just be surviving from one church setting to another church setting. I ain't got no way man's in here tonight. Praise God, you'll be surviving. I can't wait till revival. When revival gets here, I'm just going to get my second buck on. Praise God. And you're just surviving. And you're just surviving. I can't wait till Sunday gets here. Oh, preacher, preach the word and you're surviving because you come out of defense because the enemy's trying to tear you down. He's trying to destroy you and you got
1: to speak to it. Come on, somebody. You got to speak to it. You got to tell the devil you are a lie in the name of Jesus. You can't tell the truth. Everything you talk
0: about is a lie and you cannot speak the truth. And the thing about it is, is God setting things in order. And I, I, I liked that verse when it looked over there and said, and said that it did not rain because God didn't have a man to till the ground. See, he spoke to the ground and told the water to come up out of the ground and to put mist into the ground. But God always intended for rain. I'm going to break some of your Sunday school theology. It's going to be okay. We're always talking about, well, I don't know. Nobody ever knew anything, anything about what was going to happen about rain until, until Noah. But the Bible said that God removed Adam out of the garden when he made the mistake and his wife made the mistake and sin came in. He moved him out and he said, from now on you will sweat by your brow and till the ground. God was always looking. Listen to me. You can find everything about the end of the earth in the book of Genesis. You can find the rapture. Ooh, I'm about to preach on it. In the book of Genesis. You can look and you can see that God had already had details. He he already began to speak in the details. Praise God. You can see Jesus in the book of Genesis. You can see God's love and the covenant and shedding of the blood in the book of Genesis. But in this book of Genesis right here in this story, you can see what God said he needed. He couldn't cause it to rain because he
1: did not have a man to till the ground. And I need somebody to know that when it rains power and glory of God, when revival begins to rain upon the earth, it's because somebody is tilling the ground. Somebody is stirring it up. Hallelujah. Just like, just like Timothy, uh, just like Apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, I want you to stir up the gift of God that is in you. I come in here today because there's potential in your life, and I want to speak to you until I till the ground, and you stir it up so God can
0: We spend too much time trying to figure out how we're going to do this. We spend more time, everybody say, I love the preacher. preacher. Set like you mean it. We spend more time on Google trying to figure out, hmm, than we do in the Word of God. Isn't it funny how we can remember songs from the 1980s? And we can't hardly quote five scriptures. I've sat down and talked to people and they can remember movie lines, funny, funny movie lines. But when it comes to quoting scripture, it's like, uh. Seriously, we're dealing with a church who is hypothetically trying to look good We're all about our image. Come on somebody. The outside. We're all about the outside. uh, Praise God. But we need to worry about the inside. Uh, We're always worried about what we look like uh, instead of how we act like. Come on somebody. Uh, We need to start imitating Jesus more instead of imitating the world. uh, Instead of trying to be like uh, uh, the
1: the rock stars uh, and the superstars. Uh, There is only one, uh, praise God, uh, that can move into your life. uh, That can speak death off of you. Uh, There's only one uh, that can resurrect you uh, many times uh, in a week come on somebody Uh, many times in a week uh, there's only one uh, that has shed his blood for you uh, and died for you uh, that every disease has to stand at attention uh, and say I can't cross the bloodline
0: so he's operating and there's a time when God wants you to speak to it Look at your neighbor and say, speak to it. There's another dimension of God, and he says he seats you in heavenly places, high above principalities and powers and rulers in high places. So there's another dimension of God, which is where you ought to be. where you speak over it? Come on. Woo, come on, somebody. There's a place and a time in your life when God says, okay, now you're speaking to it. Now I need you to get yourself up on your high chair. Praise God. Not your high chair like a baby. Praise God. Praise God. But up up in the high chair and get seated high above everything else. And when you speak, quit speaking to the people down here, but speak to the spirits
1: and directly to them because that's where they're running to and fro up and they're sending their little peons and their little demons and their little things trying to torment. So you get seated above it And you don't have to talk to your neighbor no more Now you can say you lying spirit You self-righteous indignation spirit That's come against my family and my loved ones I speak over them And I speak directly to you
0: That's the growth That we gotta get the church to if we're ever going to see this revival begin to move and begin to take off, we got to find people who want to study and see the word and come a part of the word and be a part of the word and let the word begin to come out of them. (laughs) We need the word to come out of us. Isn't it funny how we can remember everything that happened in the carnal place but when it comes to the spiritual place between us and God, we're dealing, listen to me, we're dealing with a church who is malnourished, who is starving to death, who is barely getting by, who, 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 who's just struggling through the desert and, and, and
1: they just don't understand. But my God, we need a body of people that will stand back up again and say, I did it and you can do it.
0: When people come against you, listen, this is where we like to fight the most. Everybody say, I love the preacher. preacher. This is where we fall into self-pity the most is when somebody talks about us. This is is when we really come unglued. I tell you, they just don't know me. No, they don't know you. We spend too much time trying to discern somebody else we've never discovered. We're, we're too busy trying to discern somebody else's spirits and we have never discovered us.
1: My God, we got to discover us. Who are we? Where are we at? What are we doing? Are we just attending church? Are we just being churchy? We got to discover us. And sometimes the only way to discover you is to walk through the desert and let matter be fall down from heaven and feed you. Sometimes the only way to discover us is to get thrown in the lion's den and let that lion just purr like a kitty cat. Sometimes the only way to discover us is to be thrown in the fire so Jesus can come down in the fire with us.
0: And we've never really examined what we've actually been through. We're just crying because we're going through it. Why me, Lord? and God ain't even talking. He's just like, hmm. See, when we get to the place to where we quit trying to discern why somebody's doing or saying what they're saying, honey, let me tell you something. If they're saying what they're saying against the anointing of you, it ain't yours anyway. It's God's. And if you're gonna sit up and fall into, my God. If we fall into the same category and into the same place and we're discerning everybody else and we've never discovered us, it's
1: time we begin to discover the Jesus inside of us because when, try or foul, when fiery trials come, it's to pull the potential out of you that was already in you that you didn't know that was in you that needs to come out of you because the crushing of a thing is what smears a thing because another word for the anointing is to smear
0: y'all come up here all the time and I take it all oh, and just smear it all over your head I'm gonna tell you what you grow up in the church I went to I'm gonna tell you right now you would walk out of there greasy they didn't mess around with it they, I'm, I, they did not mess around matter of fact some of them took it literally praise God if you had a real bad problem they pulled it on you <laughs> I have literally seen where people has been smeared by the anointing. That anointing will just smear all over you. And God is trying to get us into a place in our lives where we understand what's really inside of us. God is creating this thing. Now, listen to me, now he goes from speaking to it To speaking over it, listen to me, to speaking into it. Have you ever been sitting in church and say, man, the preacher was just speaking into my life. The only reason the preacher was speaking into your life was because there was something he's trying to pull out. As I'm sitting up here preaching uh, today, uh, tonight, uh, some of you uh, came in uh, and you're just thinking, I just need this, I just need that. And at the same time, uh, God is speaking into you. See, he created everything. Now I'm gonna break your theology again. Your Sunday school told you, Sunday school teacher told you, well, God created a garden. Then he went in the garden and he created man. It's not what I read. I just read you a scripture where the Bible said that God created man, breathed life into him, he became a living being. And then the Bible said, then God planted, listen to me, a garden eastward. Listen to me, listen to me. This is the only place in the Bible where you will read where God didn't speak to it, He actually planted it. Hmm. This is the only place in the word of God that
1: you'll read that God never spoke to it. But the Bible said he planted a garden eastward. This is where the rapture comes because God made man in a dirty field in the crazy place of it where it was jacked up in the crazy neighborhood, in the low neighborhood. He made man over there and he walked over eastward and he planted a garden and then he come back and got man and picked him up and put him in the garden. God said you got to live here for a little while, but I'm coming back. Where is he coming back from? From the east. Ah, He's going to split the eastern skies and he said I created you in this, but I'm coming back. I'm about to run all over this place, but I'm coming back.
0: He literally made the place and then put man in it. This is where he's speaking into man. Listen to me. This is where he walks over eastward and he plants a garden. He's putting a seed into the ground. and he said that it hadn't rained cuz he don't have a man to till the ground we're hollering revival fire rain down on us and god is saying till the ground god is saying till the ground. Oh Lord, rain down on us. Revival fire speak into our life. Lord, uh, just rain down on us. He's saying, Till the ground. See, we want the revivalists to come in with a briefcase, slick headed and shiny shoes, even Cherokee Indian if we please and just sit and holler, rain on me. God's saying, till the ground. See, this is when God created the waters. Then he spoke into the waters, boom, here comes fish. God created the atmosphere. Then he spoke into the atmosphere, boom, here comes a bird see, when a bird is flying, that's when he's in his glory. When a fish is swimming, uh, that's when he's in the glory. Uh, when you are walking and
1: functioning uh, after the power of God, uh, that's when you are in your glory. Uh, and there was too many unglorified people inside of the house of God today uh, that is not functioning uh, underneath the anointing. Uh, if you want the glory, then start talking the word. Uh, if you want the glory, start walking the word. Uh, if you want the glory, uh, turn the other cheek when you get slapped. Uh, if you want the glory, Let the power of God move into your life because that's when you have glory on you.
0: You can fall out. You can holy roll. You can speak in tongues. You can wear the longest dress. You can read the King James Version Bible if you want to. But if you ain't functioning in your glory, you'll never get it. If you take the atmosphere away from the bird, what does a bird do? If you take the water from the fish, what does a fish do? My God, I wish we had some people that would say, Lord, don't take your spirit from me because I don't want to die. I don't want to die, Lord. I don't want to be a dead church. Listen to me. I don't want to be a dead church. He talked to him in Revelation chapter three and he talked to I believe it was Church of Philadelphia, maybe. No, no, no. Uh, 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 I can't remember off my head. He said, you are a church that says you are alive, but you're dead. You are a church that say you are alive, but you're dead. Because there's no glory. See, listen to me. The church is living on a feeling of God. Can't fight this feeling anymore. Audio Speedwagon, you better fight that feeling of the enemy <laughs> and quit running off your feelings and get the glory of God back into your life. Because now he started out speaking to it. He went to the part where he was speaking over it. Now, he's speaking into it. He's speaking into it. He created the waters. Then he spoke into the waters and fish came. He spoke into the atmosphere and then he spoke into the atmosphere and birds appeared. He spoke and breathed into man. He walked over himself. Listen to me. God's got his hand on man every step of the way. He made man with his bare hands. He walked over. After he made, listen to me, somebody's got to get this. After he made man in the field, he walked over and planted a garden. Pastor Anthony, come on, please. <clears throat> you got to get this. Go back and, go back and look over. Listen, this is the only time he never spoke to it, over it, or into it. This is where he got his hands dirty himself just for you. And there was no rain because God could not find a man to till the ground. Listen. And there was no rain. And there was no rain because God could not find a man. Till the ground. If we want that Holy Ghost reign, we gotta get the ground ready. We gotta get the ground ready. <laughs> Well, Pastor, cancer runs in my family. Pastor, high blood pressure runs in my family. Pastor, depression and suicide runs in my family. It ran into your family until it ran into God. It ran in your family until one day it ran into God. See, you can stop it It ran into you in your family until one day you walked into a church, you gave your life to Him, and it ran into God. I'm telling you right now, because of you, every generational curse in your family has to stop. Because of you, every lie from the devil has to cease from ever living. Because of
1: you, because of you, listen to me, because of you, you need to walk right up in the middle of that feud, that fight, that animosity, I dare you. Quit sitting back and saying, well, God, if you'll have to apologize to me. Honey, my God, don't get me started. Somebody better stand up and be a rainmaker and till the ground and say, today, it's going to rain in my family. Today. It's going to rain in my life. Today, it's going to rain in my ministry. Today, it's going to rain in my marriage. Come on, somebody, be a rainmaker. And God said it did not rain because He couldn't find a man to till the ground.
0: Be a rainmaker. cause it to rain well I don't know if that's really scripture okay then I'll just break it off to you the Bible said that it did not rain for three years because Elijah said don't rain then it only rained because Elijah said let it rain Let it rain, be a rainmaker. Stand up in the middle of whatever's going on in your life, be a rainmaker. I don't know who I'm talking to in here right now, but let me speak into your life. That lion spirit of suicide, it has gripped you for months and you got people in your family who has died because of it and the devil's telling you that you're stronger than that and it won't ever affect you but still yet you have bouts of depression that lead you into thinking hours and sometimes days at a time. I'm speaking into somebody right now. Be a rainmaker tonight. till the ground. There's people in here tonight right now that you're going through personal battles. Be a rainmaker tonight. Till the ground. Don't let what somebody said to you sidetrack you or get you backwards. Honey, let me tell you something right now. Don't let what somebody said to you, hurt your feelings or put you back. We are dealing with a, with a nation who is sitting back and everybody is offended on every hand. God called you to speak to it, to speak over it, and to speak into it. There's three dimensions of God. There's three different levels. There's from glory to glory to glory, You got to understand God wants you to go deeper. He's not satisfied with you in the kiddie pool. He says you got to come out deeper. I want you to quit worrying about what you cannot do and step out deeper unto me. And once you begin to move out deeper into God, once you start discovering yourself, you'll quit discerning everybody in the church. Once you discover you
1: and the power that is in you and the glory that you are functioning under,
0: then you'll speak into people's lives because they have something that they didn't know that they had. But you can speak into bow every head bow all over this place tonight I need to talk to somebody maybe you're watching from home tonight I need to talk I need to speak into your life today's a day of salvation not tomorrow and some of you needs God to save your soul Some of you needs God to save your marriage. Some of you needs God to save your relationship. Some of you needs God to save your ministry. Some of you needs God to save your mind. Today is the day of salvation.